Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Mike and Jay. What's up, gentlemen? Hey, hey look, look, if you're going to do the intro, you got to be excited. Like, okay, I'm sorry. You, you can't you can't do a lame yeah. lame. It's like we're doing style. like uh, meditation or something. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you can, can it, you try that again? We, we ask you okay, all to breathe this, deeply. No, no, no. We're not going to start over. But no. we're going to start over. Yeah, you started okay. over. All right. <laughs> Come I'm on. sorry. I want to I want to properly need something set the really, tone he here. Needs, yeah, I want to properly something. set the tone. Yeah, he needs numbers. Think about math. You love math. Math. Ooh, I do love counting numbers. Okay, uh, now go. All right. Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello, and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Mike and Jay. Okay, it's that like you were swallowing was, something. We maybe got like five percent more energy there. Um, all right, well, he was guys, out of breath. Welcome back to the time. notorious scoundrels. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just I just don't have it today. Yeah, yeah, I think you and a lot of other people don't have it today. So I'm gonna. I think we can give you a pass. I guess um, we got some well, stuff to talk about. Though. One demerit. One demerit. Going on your permanent <laughs> record. Pick up. <laughs> um yes we do have uh some stuff to talk about today but first let's hit housekeeping housekeeping yeah uh yeah so the normal Yo, that, did you just did that, you just talk over the drop definitely again definitely talk through the yep, drop this is right. this is really off the rails i don't care i guess i guess that's just i don't just care about the, the drop the, i don't the care theme about of the today's intro. podcast right. is right, we're you go. off yeah. the rails we're right, good. you go jay all right so uh I forgot there was a drop, frankly. And so how did you uh, forget? You literally because I never listen back. <laughs> I don't the put the drop in. You do. <laughs> and I don't listen to the podcast afterwards. So how would I know? He says he doesn't know, but he literally was like, housekeeping. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyways. Uh, so housekeeping. Patreon, you know, for again, one of the cool things about the Patreon is you support all the stuff that we do content wise over here. So, you know, the, this, this podcast, um, the blog. So we, you know, we got a bunch of writers now um, and, you know, we we're they're writing great articles. If you haven't read them yet, they're, they're, they've been doing a great job. And so your Patreon helps because we pay them. And so, you know, that Patreon money goes towards that. And what do you get in return? Well, we have an after dark podcast. It's a, it kind of Mike, it's been Mike and I, cause no one else has really joined during the regular podcast, but that's okay. Uh, Mike and I basically talk about our real feelings and then uh, go through, you know, lists and deep dive into, into stuff that we just don't have time or, you know, it, it's a more unorganized podcast so that we can do whatever we want on that one. I think we talked about food last on the last podcast for like a good 20 minutes and so and so uh you know stuff like that that's so that's good and and there's rewards and all kinds of stuff so go check out patreon um and then the second thing is storm tide it's it's here folks we got a couple weeks and we're going to be mailing out all the storm tide so uh if you have pre-ordered and and you got in early awesome yours is coming in a few weeks uh if you order in the 
next couple of days, there's a deadline coming up, but basically you're going to be going into next month. So you'll get box one next month. Um, and then also on the Stormtide website on the blog, we put out our, our uh, roadmap for Stormtide. So if like you've been hesitant because you're like, who are these jokers and what are they doing and how long is this going to last? Well, we just put out our roadmap to let you know how long it's going to last and uh, an overview of what our plans are without spoiling anything. So really excited about that. So if you're looking for, you know, stability and, and, you know, plans and a forward path, well, Stormtide just got it for you. So go check it out. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice lead in. Um, with that being said, uh, there's also um, in the uh, Patreon section, um, we have a Q&A this week oh, yeah. on live Thursday, Q&A. live yeah. Q&A. Um, I it's either eight or nine o'clock i'm not sure eight. off the top of my eight it's p.m eight eastern PM. standard time there you go um so there will be um at least three of us there uh to answer live q a questions so if you have stormtide questions or whatever um it's Legion. open to patreon memories only but again you only have to like donate like a dollar yep. on the patreon to be a part of that so and be not, a part of the podcast and all of that stuff yeah. yep not a huge ask you get a lot of intel there too and we're continuing to kind of want to build that out mm-hmm. um so yeah um i'm also really excited about the roadmap um it's uh storm tide's been my pet project for a while now i'm, I'm excited I'm, I'm super super excited so yep and it can only get better folks indeed um so shall we crank into what i'm sure many many people are here today for the legion news section of, of today's podcast do we have a drop for that? We do. Of okay. course, Jay. We have a drop for that. <laughs> we I'm just kidding, everybody. I did all the drops. It, we generally haven't <laughs> used it lately because there hasn't been, a, you know, a good um, good place to actually fit the drop. But um, if, if we want to today, we can definitely do that. Anytime now. Welcome to In the News. All right. So unless you've been living under a rock... You know that it was a bit of a tumultuous mm-hmm. weekend for Legion. Um, Say it ain't so. Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the uh, lead developer, um, not only Legion, but all of the Star Wars properties for AMG, X-Wing, and Armada included, uh, Luke Eddy, is no longer with AMG. So um yeah, that was a little bit of a shocker last week, uh, particularly because he, you know, within the last year, just made the transition over from FFG to AMG when they transitioned the product lines. Um, so he was kind of like the continuity, um, if you will. And uh, yeah, um, so before we, I, I think I want to sort of separate this into into two parts before yeah, we get to let's, like, let's do it. What we think this means for the game of legion um i just want to say luke thank you um all your work on the game of legion has been awesome um luke's an awesome guy and an excellent dev and uh yeah i don't know what else to say except thank you um you know you helped make this great legion community what it is um and i'm sure that you'll end up somewhere uh awesome so yeah, I'd, I'd like to echo that. I mean, we, we definitely have had the pleasure with, um, you know, 
getting to hang around him a lot and work with him a ton. So um, it's really been, been awesome, you know, so I definitely wish him the best. I think he's going to be fine. I'm, like, I'm sure he's he will got a be bright fine. future yeah. out of him. I'm, so I'm, I, I'm not, know. I'm not sad for him. You know, I think that's this corporate America thing I got in me where it's just like, when someone leaves, you're like, good do bet like go get a better job go do go do great things you know and so like i'm excited he's really he's a cool dude like you know he was at northeast open and uh and a couple other events but northeast open in particular i got to spend a lot of time with him and so uh yeah I, he's a great dude really nice and he did a good job and yeah good good for him move on can go do something else have some fun it'll be great positive yeah, no yeah and Jay, I, I, yeah <laughs> I, I'm optimistic uh, about Luke's future. Um, yeah. It's just a little bit sad that he doesn't get to like stick around to see sure. you know, the fruits of his labor, so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, Luke is a, is a talented guy. I'm sure that he will land on his feet somewhere uh, and love what he's doing. So, um, yeah, what do you guys think this means for Legion since this is a Legion podcast? Yeah, I mean, listen, there's going to be changes. It's just when, right? Like, I think I think we knew that, though, even with Luke staying, right, before before we knew he was going. I, I think the understanding, at least from my point, was with the way they run Crisis Protocol and with how, you know, things that they do with miniatures and things they've done in the past with miniatures. I just assumed that they were going to add on game modes or that there was going to be a shift to like more of a skirmish format or, you know, I, I just thought, or maybe a hero format. I thought something along those lines was going to end up coming. And I, I think that's still very much the case, but I mean, it, with anything in corporate America and listen, I know we're in board games, but it's still corporate America. Uh, the gears of change take a long time. <laughs> take a long time to to shift so uh you know i i don't foresee anything in the next six to a year six months to a year but you know eventually we're, we'll probably see some changes like big change you know big like i don't mean like small like erratas and stuff like that I, you know i mean like big stuff we'll, we'll definitely see some big stuff in like a year it'll be huge yeah. um I don't know if I, the, the question, I guess the bigger question that I'm sure we're all asking ourselves is, do we think it would be so, so deadly that it would like change if we love the game or the way the game is played? I, I don't think they can do that based on the investment so far. That would be, that wouldn't be wise. I don't think from a business standpoint. Well, so I'm going to, I'm going to play a devil's advocate is not the, right. the right word here, but I would argue that um, at least from the community perspective, um, everything that Asmodee has done over the last year has not been wise at all. Um, so I think um, I don't want to be too harsh because clearly we don't know details, but um, I think from the perspective of going from FFG Legion, where the devs were very open, they interacted with us a ton. And by us, I mean the global communities, not just us, yeah. um, you know, to um, basically letting a large part of the dev team go. Um, AMG basically kind of 
closing the doors on public relations like outside of their twitch channel um and now this uh i think it it speaks to a company that is definitely being run in a very different way um and in a way that is maybe um i i definitely think the community was perceiving it uh, not well presently um i, I definitely am not enjoying th those changes I, I don't think the sky is falling i don't think mm -hmm. you know uh, like legion is a cash cow they would be crazy to let it go by the wayside i'm yeah, what was sure the, what were those numbers that we saw like wasn't it like a couple year a year ago or something that it was like the number two most popular miniature game based on volume or something like that next to 40k i was like holy crap like yeah it's yeah. it's in the top five i don't think it's two but it's yeah, up there yeah, I mean, it's up there with like um with 40k and with D miniatures so right. yeah my, my understanding yeah my understanding was that it was like tied for a third with a couple other things behind okay. sigmar and 40k um but like that's not a bad place to be right yeah. like like as far as yeah, yeah, yeah. like like it th those are the the warhammer empire has been grown gradually over 30 plus years at this point right, probably right. longer at this juncture like they have a, a what i would consider a cult is not the right word but it's a cult like following as far as like the people that are passionate about gw products are passionate about gw stuff and that's great that's fantastic that's their thing um i think you know uh, my concern is like legion has been kind of in its infancy up until the pandemic and since the pandemic has happened and all this other stuff has happened i feel like the training wheels haven't really come off yet um and like we we really have not had i mean i don't know yeah um so i don't think the game's going anywhere i think they would be crazy i think there, there's no way crisis protocol makes more money than legion does i if if there is an ip or game within amg that they want to keep it is star wars legion there's no way they're giving that up no. mon monetarily and yeah there's no, way, and there's no way asthma is giving that up no and i don't get that at, you know i don't get that feeling at all i i think it doesn't make any sense financially or otherwise right like if you well, have something that's successful that's bringing in money then you know i mean i think you want to change maybe how it's played a little bit you know to maybe make it more accessible to people because i mean listen this is a competitive podcast where we where we're talking competitively but really a majority of the player base it doesn't really have three and a half hours three hours you know to play three games uh, you know for nine hours in a day like they're not that's not what majority of the people who play this game are doing so you know i think attracting more players and keeping those players is probably a priority i would suspect well and in that vein i've heard a lot of you know I mean, there's been a lot of conversations this weekend and i think a lot of people that are competitively minded um jumped like there's been this kind of narrative painted that you know, with Luke and Alex gone, there's not a ton of people who know the game very well. 
um, that that are like designing it or whatever. And I think to your point, um, that may not be necessary for the the majority of people that play yeah. Legion and collect this game. Like having the rules be super tight is not a priority, right? It, it's a priority right. to us and and a lot of the people that listen to this podcast, right? Um, but but I think from a bottom line, bottom dollar perspective, I don't think it's as big a deal. No, and I think if you like, if we broke it down and realistically thought about it from a business perspective, right? A lot of the people who are buying Legion are they go into Target or 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 a comic book store or something, and they see the box on the shelf that says Star Wars, and they look at it and they're like, "Holy crap! I could get." Uh, who you know, generationally speaking, I guess I could get Luke and Vader, or I can get Grievous and Obi Wan, like, and I can put them on the table and play them. Like, that's I think the they're trying to. I I mean, from a business perspective, I would want to keep that person purchasing, you know, um, and and then try to encourage more people like that to to purchase. You know, I'll, I'll say, I'll, I'll give you guys a great example because like uh, I had a delivery here and it was an old guy, like 60, had to been 60, right? And he saw all this stuff for the business. He's like, oh, what do you do here? And I go, oh, we do, you know, we, we make mats and, and support stuff for this, for this game called Star Wars Legion. He goes, oh, I love Star Wars. What is this? Like he had no idea what it was. And I was showing him the miniatures and like the terrain and stuff. He's like, wait, I can, pl- I can play war, but with Star Wars on a table? And I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> like, you know, and he was like a 60-year-old man, you know, was all jacked about this, who had no idea, no concept of board games or tabletop gaming. or And like, I, I'm pretty sure that guy's going to buy it now, right? And I'm going to have to talk to my FedEx guy every time. Uh, but, but like, that's, that's the type that you're trying to get, right? It's like, how do I how do I keep that person hooked and keep them buying? But I mean that's how I would see it. Sorry, that was a long way around of saying why I why I believe I believe there's going to end up being two rule sets. Frankly, I think they tried to do it with the skirmish, the skirmish set you know what i mean and i think what they're gonna do if if i had to guess i would say that they, if i was them i would do a small format version of the game not I mean, skirmish but something different that it may be like a hero focused version i think that that's very possible i think that that is completely detached and removed from what happened this weekend i don't i don't think those two things are really related um now they may be related oh, in like like who ends up developing these other yep. game modes or whatever because like AMG has clearly developed several game modes for Crisis Protocol, um, but I don't think like if if those things were going to happen, they were going to happen. I think with Luke there or not. Yeah, sure, but I would say that we we're working on a bunch of assumptions, right? And we're just trying to like fire in the dark and see if anything lands and you know we don't know why why he's gone we don't know what happened really right that's that's nothing that we clearly know about and so it could be anything 
it doesn't even have maybe it wasn't even related to the game we, we don't we have no idea and so it's just one of those things that happens sometimes you know and yeah, i mean it's this is a lot of speculation clearly. yeah that's um, all i do is speculate mike did allude to a point that i want to make though and that's just like um clearly legion as a franchise i think you know you've got miniatures you got the star wars ip like it's going to be successful um but just for me personally like i played 40k for 20 years you know i bought 40k models i gave money to gw mm-hmm. um man you say that like it's dirty i mean it sort of is but anyways. well i i mean that a little bit in this context <laughs> because like yeah i once legion came out uh, i tried legion the game of legion and I've, I've sort of openly admitted on this podcast that I do very much love Star Wars, but I also love the GW um, environment as like a war game sandbox. And the thing that drew me to Legion and keeps me playing Legion is the fact that it's a really good competitive game. Um, and it's, it's a way better one than 40K. I can say that very confidently. I haven't played both. Yeah. yeah. And it's not close. Um, so like, yes, 40K is a successful money-making game. But just like for me personally, um, like the world you're describing where like, you know, it is possibly a world where in two years, uh, even though Legion exists and people buy the models, like it's not something that I personally want to play. Well, um, and again, that's clear so, speculation. Well, well, hold on, hold on. So let me let me rephrase this because I along the GW line, mm-hmm. right? Like I think it's more of, hey, we have Legion. And we have this competitive game that maybe I don't foresee AMG doing OP structure or anything like that. Like I would guess they're going to let frontline or somebody else handle that. Right. Which but is you, fine. Which is fine. Right. But I think you have a competitive side, but then like, like uh, GW puts out like shade spire and like kill team and like all this other stuff, you know, blood bowl. Like yeah. there's, that's more of in line with what I was thinking. Like you have all these like subversions of Legion that are more, uh, relatable to the everyman and then they, but they can also be played if you want to bring them over to the competitive competitive side like Shadespire and and that you can use those miniatures in regular Warhammer Age of Sigmar and and they're compatible. ironically those are both much more competitive games than uh yeah 40k yeah. and AOS respectively yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> I know you know I and I mean I think but the you other, know what I mean I yes think- I know what you mean the other point here that I think is important to make when specifically, you know, I guess talking about how competitive Legion is and stuff like they would have to have a pretty good and compelling reason to come in and like break the rule set so that it was no longer functional in that yeah. capacity. Like, like, yeah, I, yeah. I find it hard to believe that there is an incentive to, to do that. Um, no, I agree. Um, I don't think that would necessarily happen either. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just, there's just a lot of uncertainty in like, you know, they haven't come out and publicly said who, if anyone is taking over and they probably won't, um, Uh, on their own Twitch channel while they're painting something. I Maybe mean, I, I guess my point is like there's just there's a lot of uncertainty right now. Yeah, for sure. I feel like, and 
you know, because you, now you've got the entire original Legion dev team. It's no longer working on Legion. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm just wondering where they're going to get that, like, source of continuity from. And as someone who appreciates the game for, like, the finely balanced competitive experience that it is, you know, maybe that worries me more than... Um, I mean, Somebody, yeah. The average person? I don't know. I would argue, though. All right. All right. All right. You want to be real, Kyle? Fine. Let's be real. I would argue that as of late, that balance has been out of balance and has not been balanced at all on any level. I think the two new factions have kind of broke that and are and and have not have changed the competitive landscape. And I think there needs to be a tweak anyways to to rebalance it otherwise you're going to get a oh. 40k you know space marines issue you know totally but who's who's making that tweak yeah but who made those decisions to begin with is what i'm saying cool. and so someone could particularly you know listen i'm sorry everybody i i love luke and alex but let's let's be straight right like they made those decisions that put us here and so I'm of the mind, uh, glass half full, that like if we get another developer in here, maybe they'll have have a, a see the problem differently and be able to solve some of the problems, you know, that the game is eventually going to have as it grows. Yeah. So I think uh, I, there's a couple of key, I think maybe, see, this is, I, I don't want to dive down this rabbit hole, but since you brought it up, um, <laughs> This yeah. is how this is how the general American public sees politics, and it's actually like really wrong how they think and feel about it. And um, so, a lot of people are like, "Oh, things are broken right now, so we should just throw new people in there and hope they do well." And all the the people with experience should just get out, right? Because it's broken, we got to fix it. So let's just throw somebody new in there, and mm -hmm. um. It doesn't work that way. Like the learn the the things that you learn from over the life, like like there were decision, there were reasons that decisions get made, and the people, the new people that are gonna come in or deal with those, unless they've been significantly debriefed in a way that is, you know, helpful, which generally doesn't happen. Um, they're gonna have to generally repeat a lot of the same mistakes that the people you just kicked out had to already go through and learn. Um, and, and I think when we're talking about scrapping an entire development team over the course of a year, which is basically what's happened, um, you know, Star Wars Legion has changed governments effectively. Um, and, and all the people that are going to have to develop it moving forward are not going to be able to lean on the base of knowledge specifically for Star Wars Legion that has been, you know, developed and learned over the course of its lifetime. In fairness, the game has not been around that long. Sure. And I hear what you're saying. And I guess my, what I'm, what I, my point of view here isn't quite what you outlined there. Like if, if I was given the choice, I wouldn't say, scrap everybody who knew knew about it and let's start fresh but 
I'm saying that I think there's opportunity here as someone who's just trying to look positively on this situation, that a new person maybe potentially could see it in a different light and maybe bring some really positive things to the table. And I get what you're saying, because let's take it out of politics, but just in business in general, like when you have, uh, you know, like a knowledge base of someone who has been at a business for a while, and then they leave without a proper transition, you, you, you lose a lot of that accumulated knowledge and and you lose some traction and you get set back a little bit and that's that's basically what we're going to experience here but i have found though in those cases that though the first you know the short term you struggle a little bit if you bring in someone capable and smart who's good at things and and has done similar work and but has done a great job at somewhere else that there's an opportunity there to to just enhance and, and, and make the game better. Yeah, it could be great. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I think- you da- You're just saying nonsense. Your voice oh. and the words did not match, Kyle, just it's in okay. case you were I'll, wondering. I'll, fi- I'll fight for <laughs> you today, Kyle. I think there is, um, you know, I don't want to point fingers or kind of, toss it out there but but point, i think point, point, point. but i'm gonna i'm gonna say i i do think um a large portion of the uncertainty and concern centered around all of these changes is frankly atomic mass games has not and and asthma day um been forthcoming with a plan like, yeah, like if, they, if they came out and said like here's your new lugetti yeah uh, let me you know, ask, let, let that's going to take question. over Legion. I think that would make a lot of people feel a lot better, but they so haven't I, done that. Yeah, I have a couple of thoughts here. And so, and they're, they're all contradicting, but, but <laughs> let me put them out there. So like, I guess the example that this, a good example is an, 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 you know, something that's parallel would be like Richard Garfield invented magic, right? And then they got rid of Richard Garfield but magic is still alive and well. And one could argue good or bad, right? Like the way each wave of magic is different and each year of magic varies on how good and how bad the set is, but they, you know, they survived. The game is still magic. It's still relatively the same game, you know, yeah. give or take, a, you know, some new rules and new additions, but it's basically the same. W- Wizards is also... I mean, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm not sure it's a fair comparison, but um, the, the, the game plan for Wizards is mapped out to the public two years in advance. Like, we know what's yeah. happening. Like, yeah, that's fair. They are very transparent about what happens there. If somebody gets fired or whatever, like, they're very quick on the press release button. Um, and, and, I'm not, and I'm not saying, like, Asmodee or AMG um, are maybe to that level. But, you know, we've basically, um, there were a lot of faces and people that we, you know, knew that worked for FFG, um, who um, I imagine at this point have been replaced and, or, or not replaced, you know, I mean, frankly, we don't know. And my, my fear is that um, Asmodee is over here cutting, cutting dollars because that seems to be what they do as a company um, at this point. And they're just not going to hire anybody and hope that the Marvel Crisis Protocol devs can step in. And, and I don't think, 
again, that's a lot of speculation, but I think if they think that they're going to get through this without hiring a new team, I think they're crazy. Kyle, do you know with 40K, the the devs and like how, how much they cycle through devs and stuff? Yeah, like I was going to say, like uh, any of the Warhammer stuff, I don't, I, I played <laughs> fantasy for a long time and I have no idea who, who was the dev or how long they dev'd or how many devs I mean, they have. I've also openly said already on this podcast that 40k is a bad competitive game. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it, but, I mean, but, but, but to, to your point, Jay, yeah. like as someone who, um, I, I play the Lord of the Rings line. Um, I mean, I, I know who the devs are on that game. I've talked to the devs. They go to the events. They they, yeah. they have a very similar role in the community that the devs for Legion had when FFG was in charge. Like, mm-hmm. so Adam Troke was there, like Luke Eddy, Alex Davey. I have no idea if he still mm-hmm. is, but when I was involved with the game, you know, he he would, he, they literally, GW would fly him to Nova. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think now for 40K, you got, what is it, Mike Brandt? Is kind of like the official, practically official, like liaison between the competitive community and GW. Yeah, um, like he works directly for GW now, right? I I don't um, I don't know I, I th- about I 40K. Think he does. Okay, um, for GW fans, you can correct me if I'm wrong on that, but um, yeah, like there is there is a face, you know, who's basically in charge of like interacting with the 40k players and in this case specifically the competitive 40k players yeah and um, i guess i was but, but and that but, hasn't but, always been the case right yeah but. and i guess what i you know the question i ask is like there's these longevity games which i think legion has the potential of being right is like a, a longevity game because of the ip and and star wars gonna be around forever and so you know these other games have survived and i'm sure i mean they magic got rid of richard garfield (laughs) like and it was and it survived right and so i'm just trying to put it in context that like hey this isn't sky doesn't have to fall necessarily Uh, i'm not saying it will or won't but and i don't think we like it's not like we reasonably expect the same person to be the dev for legion for 15 years you know the next 15 years right like change is a thing that happens it's just like right now in this moment uh we've lost We've lost our Legion dev. We've lost our Luke, you know, shortly after we lost Alex. Um, and th- there's no there's no clear communication as to, like, who the new person is, if there is one. And I, I think, re- like, in this moment, it's hard to... Sure. It's hard to formulate a vision for where we're going to stand in two years when we don't even have, like, a person to, <laughs> like, interact yeah, with. You know I, I mean, mean? I, w- I will be interested to see you know what what amg's twitch streams look like in the coming week or so you know if they address this at all so the other thing is that like since the move to amg like luke has kind of been closeted behind closed doors in comparison to what you know he used they used to do um you know yeah and so just to be clear for all our listeners what mike means by that is we as not just us but all the other podcasts and community members had pretty good access to both luke and alex and could get responses and could get them to come on whenever we i mean you guys know if you've listened to scoundrels or fifth trooper for since the beginning like how many times have we had those guys on like a like a bunch of times like i had i had both of them on for just a dumb quiz show one time right like so the our access to them was there and since amg's taken over that access has has yet to resume 
I mean, it won't at all now because they're both gone, but, but yeah. you know. Well, and, well, <laughs> real quick, uh, people have asked where our sign off Stay Fresh Cheese Bags comes from. Yeah. That's from FFG. That's from Alex Davey. So, yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, Mike. Go ahead. No, I just like, um, you know, I think it, th- that has been part of the kind of, I think, passive signposts that we've seen with Asmodee and AMG kind of shutting down, you know, their. I don't know community outreach, um, and and I to some extent I get that. Um, I think you know as a company sometimes you're if if you don't have people on if you can't control what people say and stuff in public it, it, sometimes it gets dicey, especially if they're like talking on your behalf and stuff like that. <laughs> I I get that. Um, but what are you talking about, Alex? Spoiling some of the Clone Wars on our well, stream? Is that it, what you're talking about, Mike? I mean, <laughs> I have no idea which, which time, Jay. Which time? Yeah, yeah. Which time? <laughs> I, I have no idea what was kosher and what wasn't, but yeah, I definitely sure. could see as like you know a high level executive at Asmodee or something. It's like, why is this guy? He, he might be a developer, but like, why, why is he spoiling stuff? Like, did we run this by Disney? Like they're definitely dealing with an IP that uh, could get yanked at any moment due to handling yeah. it improperly. Right. So, but, but I think to that point, uh, we also haven't seen Luke on Twitch, right? Like the devs used to have community outreach and, and we don't, we don't really get community outreach about the game we get community outreach about the hobby and those are i think on the surface level the same but when you when you kind of pare it down they're two very different things and, yeah i and, i think um yeah and maybe maybe it's just a philosophy change right like maybe ffg's philosophy was that yeah, I mean, it's again not to go back to work, but business is like you know some businesses let the product managers who work and develop the product go out and talk to the public about the product, and some companies let the marketing team and the PR team go out and talk about the product. Right? I mean, that's it. Just and maybe AMG's philosophy is okay. We don't need them talking to people. We need them working on the game, and we'll talk to people. You know, or someone else will talk to people. Which, which I think it would be fine. It's just yeah. like if your PR people are the ones that are doing the community outreach as opposed to the devs, I would expect the outreach to be better because that's their job. Yeah. Um, and it has definitely gotten worse. For sure. And I think, I mean, listen, we don't know. We know, you know, we've heard rumors about the change from FFG to AMG and AMG was just as surprised as FFG. Like I think Asmodee has been making these changes on high and these like, you know, these like child companies have just been dealing with it as they come. Um, And so, I mean, that's a lot to absorb. And so I, I don't know that I necessarily blame AMG for, for, for being spun a little bit you know, for, especially when it first happened, right. And taking a lot of time to like get their bearing and, you know, collect how they're going to move forward and how they're going to do the website and, you know, all this stuff, like that's a lot to, to take on and like a, a large wiki and 
FAQ, you know, pay, like there's a lot of spinning parts and plates that they got to spin. Right. And so I think we always knew that that was going to take some time. And the, the question is, was this Luke thing part of that? Was it separate? Is it its own inst? You know, I, we don't, we just don't know. And I don't know if, if it was an AMG decision or an Asmodee decision, or we don't know that either. And who was surprised and who wasn't surprised and right. So like, I don't know. I have found that like in the board game industry, not all are run with a complete business acumen as you would suspect from a multi-million dollar company, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think that's just primarily what bothers me is like, we don't know. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll see. I am, um, you know, clearly MCP is a successful game. Uh, they have good devs. Um, Kyle, can so, I ask you a question? Yes. When you play D and D or like, pathfinder are you lawful good is that like you're alone <laughs> because i feel like like i i'm good with the chaos I, i'm like definitely chaotic neutral and, and so i'm just yes. like listening to kyle going yeah kyle's lawful good I, i'm not sure that lawful good i i think i think kyle is lawful neutral <laughs> I, I have played yes uh, <laughs> awful neutral is closer. I, um, I, he he definitely has a code and he sticks to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm maybe a little bit more like uh, I haven't seen the show, so I can't comment on the show version of Stannis, but maybe the book version of Stannis from uh, Game of Thrones. Sure, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think like, it's like sort of to a T, lawful neutral, right? Like, like there are rules, right? Like you follow the rules. Yeah. Um, if uh you know somebody breaks the rules it doesn't matter who they are they you know like <laughs> yes very much so yeah yeah no um, lawful neutral i think is closer to it there mike yeah, yeah. I, think, um, I think so too uh, <laughs> which i don't yeah, think I was, bad I was just like listening and like absorbing you know saying what i'm saying listening to you say i'm like like i'm just fine with the chaos i'm like yeah we'll yeah. figure it out boop, 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 you know, whatever like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm an accountant jay yeah. i just like chaos <laughs> yeah I think the crux of it, and and I, you know, if there are any, you know, AMG employees or whatever listening to this, you know, screw this you. Is, th- no, no this kidding, is sorry. an open invitation. <laughs> like, if you guys want to come on here and have a conversation about what the plan looks like, we would love to have you. You know, um, yeah, I guess. I would love to have you on. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, I, and I think, and it, frankly, it doesn't even need to be on here. Like, do it on your Twitch. Just, just tell the community what's up. What, what is the plan? Yeah. I you know. I, I, I because, weird? yeah, I, I just, um, every, you know, I don't, even with the miniatures games, like, again, going back to the Lord of the Rings thing. Whenever Adam Troke would come to Nova, we would he would have a uh, he'd do like a little seminar thing, and he'd be like, "Here's what you can expect for the next yeah. year of Lord of the Rings or whatever," and like that would go a long way, and 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 it's really not that that difficult. And frankly, they've almost had a year at this point to figure everything out and deal with it, and. Yeah. 
Um, clearly this change, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know how, what this change has on, on their internal bearings, but like, just tell the people that put the time, the effort into like making your, your, your game and product, you know, one of the, they're like pillars of their lives. Like, you know, show them that they're, they're meaningful to you outside of just lining your wallet with cash. It, it is very old school like uh the today's kind of business approach right is not on a smaller level but it's like a lot more transparency and like hey here's how we're doing things and this is what's happening and even if it's like not necessarily negative but not positive just like hey we don't know like this was this is new we're working on it um and you know this the the company whether it's asmodee dictating it or amg themselves there's there's just a real lack of transparency on things and like hey what this what's going on this is why it's going on that's what we're hoping to do uh and that seems odd yeah i i mean i think frankly if they just like got on their stream and were like look we didn't expect this to happen we need a hot minute to like fix things i think like i think people would be okay with the people wouldn't be thrilled about it but but i think it would do a lot to calm the suspicions and the fears of all of the people that have invested frankly a ton of money and a ton of time into this game um the, you know the, this is not a game that you play um this is not a a, a cheap buy-in you know, $50 board game where like you've invested $50 and if it, you never play it again, it's no big deal. It's like, you know, at a minimum, everybody has invested at least $300. Most people have invested much, much, much more money than that. And that's not even to talk about their time. Um, or terrain. Or, yeah. You know, <laughs> there's just so much that goes into it that I, you know, um, I, you can't, I don't think you can treat it like a, you know, uh, like a, a fifty dollar board game. That oh, they they don't need to know or whatever. Um, of course, that's my personal take. So, <laughs> who knows? Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, and I guess so. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking, Mike and I are kind of coming at this. Not that we're at the same level, but coming at it from a dev design team as well, right? Because with Stormtide and once you guys get that and start seeing what that's about, you'll see that all the time and effort we're putting into that, that we're really thinking about this from how we would approach it, right? And like, as a, as a for instance, you know, we put out our, our roadmap for the rest of the year and things are gonna, you know, ideally everything will line up perfectly but as things shift and as the world shifts and it, you know we'll let you know and it's just kind of one of those things that wasn't even a question and in, in our minds as to like whether or not to do it. it was just like yeah we should totally be transparent people are giving us their money like that's crazy let's let's tell them what's going on you know and it it seems odd to me i mean it's odd for any business not to have like a roadmap or like, uh, hey, here's here's where we're going with this, you know, that they that they tell people about, especially customers. It's not as detailed, but it's, you know, you don't need to tell us exactly what's going on, but just like some sort of outline of like, hey, here's you know the next couple phases of of this game or whatever. Yeah, and it reminds me a little bit of GW's old business model, uh, you know 
like 10, 15 years ago, which was essentially just like shut up and buy our stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And they've sort of moved on from that to what is now a much more uh, (laughs) proactive communication. Um, Yeah, it'd be nice to see some more of that. Um, I do think at least on the plus side, what's clear is that they are still releasing stuff. Uh, We actually got some previews uh, this weekend and today even for some of the new stuff. Uh, so why don't we pivot slightly to that? Um, a little, a little no. more positive. <laughs> no, not uh, done, Kyle. I mean, do you guys have any final thoughts on this before uh, we move I on think, to that? I, I mean, as much as, uh, you know, I don't know how much of that sounded doom and gloom. Like, again, I don't think this game is dying. We're still going to be here. You yes. know, we're still going to be producing scoundrels and the trooper and all that jazz. Um, so like, and, and know, selling stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is not yeah. housekeeping. Yeah. 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 Housekeeping um, all <laughs> podcasts. But, but the other thing that I can strongly say is like the, the, the pillars of community involvement are not changing. Yes. And, and frankly, you know, um, that's a lot of what keeps this game's, you know, competitive scene and stuff driving is, is how is people getting tournaments ready and stuff like that. Cause Asmodee and AMG don't have anything to do with it anymore. So, um, yeah. And here, here's something I'd like to say too. I was thinking about this. So <clears throat> I'm not, Let's start with, I'm not saying the game is dead and dying or anything like that, but if the game were to die tomorrow, there are plenty of examples of games that have lived on far past when their original company or developer, there's, there's other Star Wars card games that are still produced and stuff and people and, and still have a, uh, produce not the right word, but still have a, um, like a following and still do tournaments and still like still do all this stuff. That's still all about the game, even though the development of the game hasn't been happening in, you know, 10 years. Uh, And so I I just, listen, it, it's always going to be here. I think it's got lasting power for sure. And in one way or the other, whether AMG keeps doing it or if something happens in the future, I think there's going to be avenues and, and answers and people are still going to be playing no matter what. Yeah, and we do have a great community. This experience has reminded me of that. Um, You know, lots of great content creators, lots of great people in the community just generally that really care about this game and care about each other. So, you know, none of this is going to affect that. Yeah. um, Which is a plus. So thank you, Legion community, for being awesome. Yeah, you guys did it. (laughs) Uh, All right. Should we talk about new hotness? Yeah, right. Sure. So it's going to be a little bit diff- like we don't really have much to talk about because they didn't actually give us any cards. <laughs> yeah. Um, literally just uh, images of miniatures, which is clearly better than nothing. Um, but, uh, you know, would it have been too much to ask to get some? <laughs> We're asking for a lot today, Kyle. Maybe. Any cards? I don't know. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, yes, Can I just please, say... please sort out who's, uh, you know, developing the game and tell us that first. Um, but Can then I just after say that, that it's maybe bullshit if we could get some new unit cards, that'd be that super. These, 
these guards, these these new robot guards have like a whip and a rocket launcher and I still have to <laughs> deal with the IRG the way that they are. This is such crap. Did you I just think, call think... the ro- Magna Guard robot guards? Is that yeah. what just happened? I yeah. just want to, okay. Listen, I'm going to be real honest with you guys. <laughs> I'm an OG Star Wars guy. I don't care what these guys are called. I just care that one's got like an electro whip or some shit. And then the other one's got a rocket launcher. Like They look but, awesome. Yeah. I want the IRG to have that. Why Why can't they have that? Like Join when the, join, join the dark this? side, Jay. Yeah, no. well, the, the darker side. Never, ever. Never, oh, ever, Kyle. I think, I think the Empire is the darkest side. Empire for sure. life. I guess that's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love these Magna Guard models, how they look, the posing, the detail, everything. I, for the life of me, cannot figure out what's going on with their hands. They've got like, many. They've got like eight fingers. Yeah, it's like it's almost like some kind of like clamp. Yeah, like, so so I, I believe I it's they've got like a kind of like two there's like yeah i don't know how to describe it it's like a clamp a clamp's probably good i don't know it, it's kind of think... like two forks at the end of each hand so there are like four forks in total on each hand i see i uh... think i think <clears throat> i think the way that somebody on the discord described it which seemed vaguely helpful is that it's kind of, they have like two thumbs um, and then they have like four fingers, but two of those fingers are, so it's kind of like, it's kind of like this, right? Ish. Mm. I'm trying to make this with two hands and it's not working very well. Live long um, and prosper. Yeah. Uh, right. Wow. <laughs> like Spock, but with, with an extra thumb. Um, right. That's kind of what it is basically. Sure. sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Which I guess is neat because they have four thumbs. They can say like four thumbs pointing at this guy. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, the models are sweet. Um, they are. I will say that has been one of the very positive things that they have been getting better and better at models. Oh, yeah. These miniatures are amazing. Even the detail, like the little tiny little holes in the cloaks. Um, and so, like, it's all, it's fab- fabulous. What was that other thing that came out? The, the spider thing? Or the super... Spider well, there's droid. There's actually two other spider things. Spider droid. Yeah, so there's spider... <laughs> Excuse me. Spider droid. Oh, easy, Kyle. <laughs> um, no, there was three other things. There's yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. So let's have the spider droid next. Yeah, go, go ahead. Thing, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this thing looks crazy. It's the... The, the DSD is that the appropriate acronym? DSD one, dwarf spider droid. Hmm. Yeah, um, all I can think of when I look at that is Deep Space Nine, not the model, <laughs> but the, the name. Um, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, the model looks like. Um, I mean, it only has four legs. I guess you can call anything with multiple legs a spider droid. Um, Guess you can do whatever you want if you're George Lucas, I guess. Well, clearly, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it seems to have some kind of nose mounted, nose mounted gun. Yeah, the, um, the nose is the laser. Yeah, shoo, shoo. and then a giant antenna. Yeah, do you, do you draw a line of sight from the top of that? 
<laughs> so a lot of people have been complaining about that. However, I would like to make the argument that of all the models that have weird places to draw a line of sight from in the middle of them, I'd argue this one is probably the most reasonable to do that because that's likely some type of radar. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like if it's got some kind of sensory yeah. mechanism, you know, being at the top of an antenna is much more reasonable than like, you know, where it is on the AA5, which is like the middle back part of the top. Of totally. the a yeah. I, just um, like the antenna, at least in the pictures, is like directly over the center. I actually, I think it's reasonable. Now, I, yeah, I mean, uh, I think it would be a reasonable thing to, um, to say that you could draw a line of sight from there. Um, I mean, it's like the FD turret where you draw it from the tippy top of the turret. Right? Yeah, yeah. How many people do you think are actually going to survive to tournaments with that thing still attached? That's a good that, question. That's that is very fair. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, my little those little Sith probe antennas. Uh, I've had two of those break off already. Yeah. I've heard and a I lot a of complaints. Case, yeah, so. I've heard a lot of complaints about the A five antenna as well. Yeah. So yeah. So, so I was like looking at that going, yeah, that's not going to last long. <laughs> well, I think I think you got to build your container. So like I I have all of my cutout foam specifically crafted to the unit that goes in it. So I yeah. think like the dwarf spider droid or whatever it's called has to kind of go in sideways and you have to cut out a portion for the antenna, you know, so that you can transport it properly but yeah if you transport it like with the antenna sticking straight up in the air like it's gonna break 100 percent. yeah i don't know maybe you magnetize the antenna or something i will say the best thing about the prequel clone wars era is there's a lot of cool creature vehicles and product right that can that can be put into this game that is one of the best parts about it and there's like 300 Jedi that we haven't gotten yet. Yeah. You want to talk about, speaking of creature products, flying things, you want to talk about the Fluttercraft real quick? Dude, I'm so excited about that. So I'm going to be honest. Excited. It looks like a nightmare to put together. I'm not sure I'm touching <laughs> that kit. I like, yeah. like, I, this thing looks like it's got 6,000 parts. It, and it looks all awesome, look though. Super flimsy and like, you're talking about breaking something like it, it uh, looks awesome though like, it does visually it looks great um yeah i hope i hope these aren't good <laughs> because the, <laughs> because then i'll have to get them and put them together yeah what are you gonna do if you have to if you have to buy a couple of these and put them together mike well i'm gonna i'm gonna lean on the bustedness of the clone trooper keyword <laughs> for now <laughs> um and uh hope the bring, bring them to me i'll put them together and paint them for you i'm not i'm not i mean like i think putting them together is not that big a deal but i i'm more worried about the fluttercraft breaking and spider dread um oh yeah this thing is gonna if you don't have a magnetized case you're screwed this thing is not staying together i, yeah. I, I like just I, love that the republic now has two flying vehicles two flying vehicles. the bark the no the lap Lat. yeah i was gonna say i was like you guys you don't even care about the, the lat so much the lat's not really a even... real vehicle i mean like i kind of can see i mean that isn't it technically as... isn't it technically four the saber the bark the lat 
I don't think. Flutter I'm not sure hover vehicles or whatever okay. count. You yeah, know. Let's screw you, Kyle. Number one. Let's start there. Number two. Okay. <laughs> Um, the fluttercraft kind of reminds me of like the uh, the dwarf, not not the dwarf spider, yeah. trick, but the dwarf like gyrocopters, yes, hammer, yeah, from fantasy. Yeah. Hell yeah, that's you know I'm glad you said that because I was about to just say too like this is the stuff I was like waiting for to happen like all these like cool like vehicle units like this that kind of start that that was some of the best parts about Warhammer Fantasy where this like the models and the options and stuff and to like start putting out stuff like this is so great. I still argue that you could have an Ewok uh, like a goblin like a goblin force faction of like Ewoks and have them have like hand gliders and stuff. I think that would be cool. A little separate topic but anyways. And then uh, yes, yeah, so what was the last one? The, uh, the commander, right? Yeah, the the STD, <laughs> the super tactical droid. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Um, yeah, that, it looks fun. weird. It looks weird. I mean, it looked weird in the in the show too. So yeah, they're uh, supposed to. That's how they're supposed to look. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, looks like a cool slew of new units. Um. I think they said that they were coming out in early October, I want to say. Uh, I think October 1st or something was the date they gave. Yeah, the tweet says these products release October 1st. Yeah. Um, so that's it's going to be later than that. I mean, look, uh, <laughs> I almost said let's give them the benefit of the doubt, but I'm not in a given <laughs> mood today. So, <laughs> so um, you know, I mean, there are products, they're coming, which is great. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm ordering all the Magna Guard. Yeah, so I'm a little bit interested. Somebody on the Discord said that the the I think somebody like took a screenshot of like the box in German or something, and they said that there's yeah. like yeah. two Magna Guard unit cards in the unit, or like it says on the box there's two unit cards. That's, that that seems weird to me. That's supposedly what the German translation says. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't speak German. I don't. I don't either. Um, I mean, they did do that. They're talking. They're they're doing that with the Wookies, right? There's um there's yeah. two unit cards yep. in the Wookie box. So may, maybe I don't know. Um, yeah, this, I guess this sort of feels like the other half of that set of releases. Um, it does, yeah. So I tell you, I'll, uh, man, if they can get a core unit for the Republic that isn't clones, that's like Wookies or something else, uh, I, I, I would consider going Republic just for the like Wookie stuff. I don't even care if it's good. I think, like, but I'm not doing it until clone. Like, I can get a core without that aren't clones. That's that's the only time I can do it. I think the most likely core unit for Republic that you'd see outside of clones would be probably Gungans. That'd be awesome. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> only, yeah, only, if, would, only if they release Wookies at the same time. I would rather the Gungans had their Wookies, own Ewoks. Sorry. Ewoks, yeah, Ewoks yeah. and Gungans. I'll take Gungans it. had their own faction, and like you could take, um, like you could only take Qui Gon and the Gungan faction, but you could like they could release a second version of Kenobi that you could use in either. 
yeah. um, Republic or the Gungan faction. Like, I think that there's a lot of like an like operative Kenobi. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's basically, I mean, he wasn't like, you know, like operative Kenobi, you know, yeah. he'd be Ender young. Boss yeah. Young Kenobi. Um, Man, so good. And like, I, and the I, thing I, about that is like Padme can fit into that faction. Right. And still be an operative. Right. Um, I think that that still fits very neatly. Um, but yeah, I think that there's a lot of, I think circling back around to the conversation we were having earlier, like there is so much they can do with this game. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, yeah. I mean, they haven't even attempted to mine, dare I say, the sequel era. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure I want them to, but that's also not up to me. If I was Disney, I'd be like, hey, this cash cow we've been working on for like <laughs> the last 10 years. Can you like, I don't know, do something with it? Um, yeah. I actually I like a lot of the characters from the sequel era. I would totally. I do too. Guys. If the last movie wasn't complete and utter garbage, yes. I would be, I would feel a lot better about it. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. I, uh, no, I don't like them. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's just, I, I don't, I like the force awakens. That was good. I did not like the other ones, uh, but I do like all the stuff that's happening on Disney Plus. So anything from that they want to do, I'm down. Yo, so <sighs> you guys have you guys watched the latest episode of the Bad Batch? I I have. Okay, I haven't, and I don't care. So go ahead. All right, so so spoilers. <laughs> spoilers for spoiler. Bad Batch. Alert! It's not, alert, it's not alert. Like a super spoiler, but because like I'm not sure how important it is to the narrative. But they kind of like um, threw in the Republic commandos, like with the with the with the glowy visors and stuff, into this episode, um, which I thought was really cool because because those are technically only Legends content, I believe, right now. I don't think they're technically canon until now they are. Yeah. Well, now, now they are. But here's the here's the caveat: they're they're technically Empire in that episode. <laughs> Yes, they're <laughs> they're fighting alongside storm, literal stormtroopers. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, yeah. let me let me ask you this. So that so there's another option, right? Because with Bad Batch and Rebels, like listen, I I have a working knowledge of it at best. But there's a there's like a like the Lat right is a is a unit that's both Republic and Empire. It feels like there could be opportunity for more Empire Republic units that could be both right yeah I, I think uh, um my problem thus far with those releases is and maybe this will change with lab. with the new developers or whoever's developing um is that the, those releases have not been very well balanced for both sides of the coin right, yeah. right? like r2 was like a bit more busted in yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean RT is a bad example, but like the the Empire lat is clearly better than the Republic lat. Um, what's the other one? There's another cross fashion. Less bad, you mean? Sure. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we, can had to dig. On, we can go on less bad. Um, <laughs> uh, Wookies are the only other. Wookies are the other cross action. But I think I think Wookies are going to be in a similar spot where like. 
I mean, I would like to use Wookiees in my Republic army, but yeah, and, not, and maybe once, yeah, if they had the clone trooper keyword, I'd use them, but and and maybe that'll get fixed, you know, um, in the future. Yeah. But I mean, I still think they missed, they really missed the boat with all this stuff from the solo movie, and then like the fact that they only did a handful of stuff from Rogue. Rogue well, one, I, like, I, I think, I think that there is clearly still a lot of room to to grow and continue to develop the game and like i think one thing that i have high hopes for as far as amg getting a hold of it is they're clearly pretty invested in developing characters right yeah like i don't really need new units in fact i would prefer not to i mean like don't get me wrong new units are great but if you just like gave each faction a couple new characters like every quarter, I think that would be fine. You know, um, mm-hmm. I don't think you really like Empire doesn't need more core units. Rebels don't need more core units. Like every once uh, in a while, if you want to toss them like special forces units or, or a vehicle or something. But like the characters, I feel like are really how like Rebels and Empire should be getting fleshed out at this point. Right. Like finish, um, you know, the the Rogue One team for for rebels finish you know doing the um the ezra kanan hera you know what are, what are they called um ghost squadron ghost squadron yeah. you know um, ghost crew ghost crew yeah like yeah. There, there's so much room for that stuff there's all the inquisitors for empire um yeah that's what i would like to see um moving forward and and i i feel like you know amg that's pretty much what they deal in so that that feels like an easy win mm-hmm. on their side of thing is you know like let's do something that we're we know we're good at we're good at characters um so, so i hope that that's where they take it at least initially mm-hmm All right, well, we've come full circle. Uh, I think that's all the new new stuff, right? Uh, I, b- I believe that is all the new stuff. Yeah, um, I think the pictures are on the Facebook and Discord, if you haven't seen them. I think they're there. also on the AMG Twitter, I think. Um, yeah, at least the Magna Guard and the staff is... Um, Oh no, the Fluttercraft and the and the DS Detroit are on here too. Yep. I guess the Fluttercraft isn't that bad. It's just the the it's the it's the helicopter blades that make me nervous. It's super pointy. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. And that's gonna cut some people. Well, and they're just gonna fall off a lot. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um It looks fabulous though. Please keep making more models like that. And I say that completely unironically. Um some of my favorite GW models are like the spindly, like ghost night hunt type. Not like the spindliest ones are some of the coolest looking ones. So give us some Wookiee core units so that we can have a Wookiee faction. Please and thank you. Along with Ewoks, please. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. I would unironically play Ewoks. God, I would too. Like I want them to have hand gliders. I want them to have like like special attacks against heavy weapons. Like oh my god, it would be so good. It'd be like just like goblins. It'd just be like fantasy goblins, and maybe you have some that are like drunk on like mushroom sauce, like the berserkers that just go out and do crazy stuff. Oh my god, it would be so good. I feel like they're much. 
that has pointy stick in the profile. <laughs> I, I feel like they're much closer to hobbits than goblins. I meant in their play style, in their play style, like for fantasy, they, goblins are all over the place. Uh-huh. So, like one of my favorite things about the old school orc and goblin army was that you would have to roll on a table for each unit and then depending on what you rolled depend on what they did sometimes they would stay and fight sometimes they'd run the other way sometimes they would charge all of a sudden and i feel like that would be great for yeah, like animosity. ewoks <laughs> yeah yeah that's what their role was called yeah i loved yeah. it they'd get bored and start fighting with each other if you didn't like throw them at the enemy yeah yeah <laughs> uh, we need a little chaos in this game some, somebody is clearly never played against the 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 Wookiee skew. <laughs> yeah, need a little no, chaos. Not yet. Maybe in a couple of weeks. Yeah. All right. Well, gentlemen, you got any final thoughts? Everything's gonna be fine. Stand tall. It'll be all right. Yeah, I I feel like it. It was a little bit of more. Uh, pessimism from me than you might normally see, um, for which I apologize. Uh, I still you didn't, love you didn't talk much. Kyle. Don't don't apologize. <laughs> own it. Just, own your feelings, man. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine for you to looks, have feelings looks, and to looks express a friend. them. This is, this is this is hard. Um, sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I still love Legion. I still love the community. Um, I am uh, going to be cautiously optimistic. Uh, as soon as yeah. we get some more direction from AMG. Um, yeah, that's all. Yeah, I, be I, great. I think um, everybody just needs to, to hang in there. You know, um, I think I think it's unlikely we will get direction. And I think I think it's it, it, it is important to be upfront about that. I think. Yeah, I know. Despite everything we talked about today, I think it is seriously unlikely that we're going to get a you know, a plan, you know, outreach or whatever. And I think we all need to be okay with that and understand that it's not likely. Right. And, um, and that's okay. I mean, I think it's possible too. We get it like indirectly, you know, like they have to put somebody on the Legion streams. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, y- yeah. <laughs> like, and maybe we just, I don't know, whoever that somebody is just gets labeled, uh, unfortunately or fortunately. For <laughs> um i mean i yeah whether there's any sort of like official um here's your new person or not um eventually people will draw their own conclusions so yeah i'm excited to watch the next twitch chat (laughs) oh my gosh i i I legitimately feel for whichever amg employee has to go on their next twitch chat that I, I I mean I'm gonna take a little bit of a J stance here. That's their job. No, yep. I know it is. I just like <laughs> they got paid, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, it, does it suck for them? I, I still yeah, feel for them. Totally. Whoever that's gonna be, I feel for. Yeah, you. It's gonna be but, a rough day, but at least they still have a job. I'm like, Luke. there's there's crappy parts. <laughs> oh, of every, everybody's got a crappy part of their job, you know. Um, that's true. That's very and accurate. like sometimes you just gotta do it. You know, you don't uh yeah uh yeah but 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 hopefully it'll be informative and hopefully they'll be communicative and um and however that conversation goes yeah let's end on hope 
Good job. The rebellions are built on hope. Yeah. Hope. I will say. Oh, here we go. That this whole thing has felt very narratively similar to like between episodes three and episode four. <laughs> as far as this, like, you know, FFGs, this bright beacon of the Republic that, you know, bringing us all this stuff and 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 you, you know the chosen one. you were the chosen ones <laughs> yeah. and um you know uh, yeah i don't know uh asmodee is just on fire yelling i hate you at us and <laughs> yeah. we're yelling we loved you <laughs> you know and now we've transitioned to the galactic empire and um you know maybe we need to blow up the death star who knows you know i i don't know let's do um, it but but there is i think if star wars tells us anything or teaches us anything mm-hmm. is that it's you know perseverance and hope when that went out eventually would you say that like storm tide then is like the luke and leia of the story that got born in the chaos I think you're gonna, attempting to market right now. It's gonna survive <laughs> to to you know balance um, the force. We need like a, a marketing like a <laughs> like a little Jay Shalansky attempting to sell product. You just yeah, like <laughs> the following is an endorsement from Jay Shalansky. <laughs> yeah, there you and go. in no way, and in no way uh, is the feelings and or views of Mike and Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what I think, happens. I think hope hope is a good good place to to be. Yes. Um, be hopeful, people. You know, because they definitely. You know, the, the the other thing, the last thing I want is like ask for communication. They'll be like, okay, well, the game's over. You know, like I, that's not the communication we want. No, that is that would be the bad <laughs> right the bad like, kind of communication. You know, but but I think as far as communication goes, like that like. If they were to communicate, it'd be some stupid, some stupid like that. So, <laughs> I mean, if that's the case, it would be good to know. <laughs> well, yeah, but the only reason they're communicating, they would communicate something like that, is because they have to. You know? Yes, right? I, I understand. <laughs> All like, I'd say, if they're still announcing, let me be clear. I don't think happening. that's the case. No, it's not gonna be the case. Yeah. There's no way. From yeah. a business perspective, if they're still announcing units, they still bought those. So oh, yes. they've, got yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. they've got to provide those at some point. Yeah, the yeah. game is going to stick around. I think that much is... Yeah, yeah abundantly clear. Um, yeah. So. yeah, there's all kinds of dumb Star Wars stuff that's stuck around forever that nobody wanted and it's still around. And this is something a lot of people want. So yeah, it's going to be fine. Looking forward to the Trioculus release. <laughs> I think that ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we are the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm Mike. And I'm Jay. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>